Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, we've got a new section. Do we? And the section is messages from our supporters. This is almost like corrections or talking directly about last week's potty. The first one is, uh, this came from, oh no. Do you want me to, you, Your one, yeah. Do you want me to read the one from Shelby out though? Definitely read the one from Shelby. Okay, so it says, Hi guys, Uh, my name is Shelby. My boyfriend Kyle and I are big fans of the podcast. We listen every week here in Nova Scotia, Canada. Now, do you know where that is? Nova Scotia in Canada. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's on the East Coast if you're wondering. Oh, nice. Yeah, Yeah. It's a lovely place, I've heard. Yeah, lovely place. I once met someone... From Nova Scotia. Oh, you say that like you met, as in you did more than meet them, Tobes. <laughs> My boyfriend is a huge. <laughs> are you talking, huge about, your, rugby are you talking fan. about your boyfriend? Or are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> back, back to Shelburne. My boyfriend is a huge rugby fan and used used your podcast as a way to get me involved. Safe to say, Can I just I'll, say risky strategy. <laughs> risky. He, she might fall in love with us. No, I mean, well, risky she might, to use, use our podcast to fall in love with rugby. Yeah, but she might fall in, us, fall in love with us instead, your especially voice, your mate. accent. Your voice. Gosh. Mm. So, mm, safe to say, I've become a, a big rugby fan as well. Wow. And you two are big reasons why. So there you go. Like that, Thank you very much. We heard you guys plug your... Sounds a bit dodgy. On the last pod, and just wanted to drop you a five-star review. Perfect. And let you guys know we love your podcast and appreciate all you guys do. You always keep us laughing and looking forward to the next episode. P.S. We hate Owen Farrell too. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know what you're on about. Shelby, I think um, you've got us mixed up. We, yes. we love Owen Farrell. We think he's a great bloke. We've, we've heard that he is we've a We've heard great he's bloke. a really nice guy. Um, but we did have also an email from a fan correcting us. Oh, did we? Saying that there is a Canadian team yes. in the MLR. Yes, and that's Andrew. Not sure where he's from. Uh, Duplessis, I think it was. Andrew yes. Duplessis would, might give it away, but I don't want to assume. Yes. But so yes, we were incorrect. Toron- but I, I st- Toronto Arrows, I believe. Yeah, and I would stand by what we did say, which is they need more than one team. Yes, I agree. They need two, preferably three teams yeah. to really improve. Derek Scott's got there and said, Damo, dear Damo. Dear da- where's dear my Damo, name? Mate. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. First, don't feel jealous about Toby has a sexy voice email. More than likely, 
this actually is the emailer. And I've covered it up here, Toby. It should be coming a bit clearer for you. <laughs> you know when they it when you go a, on those dating websites and they have those pictures of hot chicks and they turn out to be... <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> He's even got blood on his forehead. He's <laughs> after a wrestle with you, mate. <laughs> um a good question, though, we're going to answer this one for you. Regarding line selection, which is selection are you most excited about? Which selection are you most surprised? And which selection are you most egregious omission? Okay. Uh, thanks and take care. So we're going to answer that one pretty soon. But before we do any of that, we've got to do our quick plug, which is if you'd like yes. us, if you like us, uh, subscribe. If you like our accents and our voices. Yeah. Five star. Five star reviews. All yep. those things massively help. And you know what? A little bit like Shelby. Yeah. If Kyle, big, big play to you, mate. Yeah. You've got us another listener. I, and that means well, a lot. Well, I hope you're not listening same, off the same device. Because yeah, that would ruin <laughs> us. <laughs> Make sure you both subscribe, but please. Kyle, yeah. Good on you, mate. Well done. Big ups. So um, we're off to our breaking news, kindly supported by yeah. Super XV. Yeah, which is good good from them. And we get a lot of our stuff through them, we do. don't we? So go over there, check out their website, and hopefully some of their people are checking out our podcast. Yeah, that's right, mate. Breaking news, though. Yeah, some great breaking, breaking news, news this week. Yeah. TJ Perinara turns down shock NRL code switch. It was always going to happen, though, wasn't it? So he's, yeah. he's actually signed uh, with uh, the NZRFU and the Hurricanes uh, till 2023. Brilliant. So that is World Cup. Signed, sealed and delivered. Yes. So I'm sure he'll go chase the money after the World Cup and that will be his final hurrah kind of thing. If he makes it, obviously. After him being away, do you appreciate him more? Yes. Yes, I do. Because... When since he's been away, I don't think. Well, the Hurricanes haven't been themselves. They haven't got the ball that they normally should. But also, I don't, haven't seen like the other scrum halves truly step up. No, that's right. And really challenge him for his. No, you're very. You, that, you're spot on. I, you know, Brad Weber. You know, he's he's been he, good. He's been good, but he's he hasn't good. been his normal standout running halfback, has no, he? No, he's actually had a quiet season. Aaron Smith's been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then Mitch Drummond and... Uh, Mitch Drummond, you mean? My, oh, what's Mitch that? Drummond. Is it? Yeah, name? Mitch Drummond, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're and right. I thought you meant Mike. No, 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 not Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Drummond and who's the other guy? For Crusaders? Uh, Bryn Hall, mate. Bryn Hall, yeah. They've, they've had been, quiet, they've been, they've been good, but they've not been... they haven't been outstanding, have they? No. So. Interesting. So I'm glad. I think the NRL would have been really interesting, though. Yeah, that would have I would have liked to have seen they've that. They've gone the other way, though. A lot of them are coming sort of rugby's way, rather than yeah, rugby yeah. players going NRL's way. But yeah. it is what it is. Justin Marshall weighs into Kiwi fullback debate as he names his Super Rugby Aotearoa Form 15. So he's gone in there, and this is the team that he's named. Aiden Ross, the Chiefs. Cody Taylor at hooker. Tyrell Lomax, the Hurricanes. He has been good this year. And he just looks like an absolute muscle-bound. Lomax. Yeah. He's a huge, huge human unit. being. Uh, I can't even pronounce. I'm going to say Gerard from the Blues. Sam Whitelock, Crusaders. Shannon Frizzell, Highlanders. Uh, Dylan Papali'i, ja- Luke Jacobson, who's been fantastic from the Chiefs. Brad Weber, he's yeah, put weird. at nine. Weird. I I just can't condone that behaviour. It's Aaron Smith all the way. Richie Mawanga, Lester Fainuku on the wing. David Harvilli at 12. Anthony Leonard Brown at 13, which I thought was interesting. Sivir Reese at 14. And Will Jordan at 15. Yep, right there. I don't mind that. But you're a DMAC fan. I am a DMAC fan. but Or I'll, a Geordie I'll... fan. Mm. You're a Geordie fan. No, what? You are. You're a Geordie fan. You're. You know when people talk about right, that. That's not true. You know when true. people talk about their guilty pleasures. Geordie uh, Barrett is your guilty pleasure. How? Like when we when we no. leave. Listen. When we leave the podcast studio. Do you like that? It's not really a studio. It's a it's a spare bedroom. It's a dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> it's but still anyway. got two beds in it. <laughs> we 
when we leave this room, it's Geordie this, Geordie that. You love his hair. You love his long legs. You talk Geordie all the time. Right, I think I'll listen to know the truth. He's no, put I think Damien would... McKenzie as head coach. I like that. Because he's basically said, you've got to have him in your team somewhere. Yeah. I can't fit him into the 15, so I'll put him as head coach. Right, I just want to clear things up, but I, I don't say that about Geordie Bear. I am offended. It's a guilty pleasure, mate. I'm so offended. What the definition of a guilty pleasure, you don't like to admit it, especially not on air. All blacks. Deep sh- down, listen, you love this, is, this one's serious. I also, listen, I also saw him texting Owen Farrell the other day saying how much he liked him. You're such a gorgeous young man. Mm. And he was wearing an England top to bed. (laughs) Pajamas. England kit pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) England thong. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on swiftly. Uh, all black Shannon Frizzell allegedly involved in assault on a woman in Dunedin Bar. Don't believe it. You don't believe it? Don't believe it. So officers were not called to the incident and police were notified of the allegations at noon on Sunday. So half a day later. So it was, well, to be fair, it was in the small hours of Sunday morning. So it might have been, I don't know, from two to four o'clock or something like that doesn't say uh but this was not this isn't this isn't good it's not good no it's not even good. if they're allegations allegations is is a terrible word because yep. i don't care what people say you are guilty until proven innocent yeah and even after being proven innocent if you are innocent you're still kind of guilty especially if you're a professional athlete yeah and to be honest we don't know any information here, so we won't sort of say, but, no. you know, as a professional athlete now, you just have to be ultra, ultra careful. Definitely. And if he has done something, then he obviously deserves everything that's going to be thrown at him. Yeah. Um, I just hope, and I have never met the guy, so you don't know, do you? Especially after a few beers. Yeah, that's true. You don't know what, what you know, a few people style, change. A few wife beaters. So, you know, I just hope that it's, there's no truth behind it. But no. um, we'll, we'll, we'll wait to hear. We'll wait Proof to hear. will be in the pudding, eh? Yeah. Have you, can you remember any other high-profile kind of rugby player that's been... I mean, over here, there's the fly-off, the Irish guy. Yeah, that's right. So that not, wasn't good. Not in my quite, recent memory. No, quite a few footballers. In the past, yeah. but uh, no, it's hasn't really. I mean, I'm sure there have been. Yeah, but but not that we know. Anyway, about. mate, next story. I like this one, but I don't like this one. Okay, NRL ploy to undermine NZ Rugby and weaken the All Blacks. So Andrew Mertens and I like Andrew Mertens. Do you though? Yes, He's I do. A gobby little no, critter listen, at the moment. He is a. Have you heard him? I'm sorry, but have you... Look, I'm doing what you do to me. Have you heard him uh, commentate? Yeah, he's brilliant. <laughs> he's not. He's awesome. He's, he's a Justin you, Marshall listen, in the you, early days. Listen, village. you didn't like Justin Marshall, right? Did you? Not in the early days. Now you like him, don't you? Correct. Do I like just? Uh, do I like Andrew Mertens now? No. Maybe later on. I, I think you've been harsh. I think Andrew Mertens is great. There was Brilliant. also there was also um, uh, Sonny Bill Williams <laughs> to the sideline oh, after the game. Yeah, when was this? Uh, to uh, who was it to? Um, I've got it down here. Taniella Tupo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The oh, end so of the after final. the game on the final. Yeah, yeah. I need to watch that. Hey, hey, cause, cause, oh, <laughs> no, he did it. The game, cause, no, he did. Yeah, oh, mate's village. Yeah. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. Did he call him cause? Yeah, I don't think it was cause. <laughs> it might have been mush. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he's come out and he said that the NRL are trying to weaken New Zealand rugby by trying to introduce another New Zealand team into the NRL. Right. And basically, he's trying to say that look, there's no money in New Zealand at the moment. In rugby, let alone rugby league, so how could New Zealand fund another team and the fans in Auckland or around the country, they're not filling out the rugby stadiums, so how on earth are they going to fill out the rugby league stadiums? My point is this. The NRL are only going to do what's good for them. 
They're not going to think about New Zealand rugby. And do I think it's a ploy to to ruin New Zealand rugby? No, it's a ploy to try and make their brand or their product more successful. And if that includes splitting the NRL into two conferences by including another New Zealand team and another couple of Australian teams, then fair play to them. Because whether, whether rugby wants to admit it or not, the NRL for a sport run in one country is incredibly successful. Definitely. And people from all around the world watch it, makes a lot of money, and they fill out their smaller stadiums week in, week out. Rugby can't do that. And I think rugby at times need to look at the NRL and say, you know, how do they consistently produce a product that people want to watch? And for me, they have smaller stadiums, they have the, the, the real big um, the finals and they have the, you know, the state, state of, of origin. origin. Yeah. And they do things that they know work. Yeah. Whereas New Zealand and Australia need to take on board with this new Super Rugby format and try well, and I create think, something similar. Kind of, I also think they kind of have with the North versus South, though. Yeah, but they need to... That's like the state of origin, isn't it? But they need to build on it, not... I mean, they did it... Years ago, and then they stopped doing it. I know, it. but they need to keep on doing it, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah. They need to do it year in, year out. Oh, mate. And yeah, possibly yeah. what would be fantastic is to do a state of origin in Australia, a state of origin in New Zealand, and the winners go and play each other. That would be even more exciting. Wow. I'd love that. Yeah, I bet you would. I would love that. Uh, Tokyo Olympics. All Blacks star Caleb Clark among trio of super rugby players going for sevens gold. Yeah, I'm really glad he's going to go and, and play. Would have been all black? Probably. Anyway, Caleb Clark and Nanai Satoro. Like that as well. He They're both going uh, to try and make the squad anyway. Whether they do or not is a different story, but they'll try and make the Tokyo Olympic sevens squad... Uh, which is awesome. What would you That's do, mate? Cool, if you it? were, if you were probably going to be an All Black, both really young. Yeah, you, you'd go for gold, surely. Go for gold. Your fitness would improve. Your speed would improve. I reckon your all-round ball handling would improve as well because you get the ball loads more, and you'll I, come I, back to the rugby game. Yeah, I don't see any downsides no, to this. Definitely. Maybe the only downside is if you miss uh, All Black games because of it. And then some other young whippersnapper like, well, the, like Ray RC comes and yeah. gets in and plays well. You might not get back in. Well, the thing is, is that they're going to miss the Super Rugby Trans Tasman. Oh, and okay. they're missing the All Blacks test matches. Yes. So that is the real negative for someone like Caleb Clark, who, if someone like Ray RC now makes it and does amazing, he won't get another sniff. Well, I think you might. I he think might, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they're yeah. both really young, and they'll be more than capable of being able to get. But we look at uh, Rico Yuani after he played sevens, he came to rugby and was phenomenal. We look at uh, Sonny Bill Williams. To be fair, he came back and it, he maybe wasn't a good example, but um, Adi Savea, yeah, his speed was f- phenomenal. You mean even Caleb Clark? When he went to the set, he really improved his game. Yeah, and then last year he had an outstanding season, yep. didn't he? So, yeah. It'll be interesting. I mean, good on them for sure. Do you reckon we've got a chance of winning gold? I I don't know what our seven setup is like at the moment. I couldn't tell you. The interesting thing is going to be that, you know, no, no other country's been doing much either. No. So, I would think we've, but good we've got for these quite guys, an advantage. Because they've actually been playing rugby. Yeah. And there's actually another guy uh, who plays for the Highlanders. I don't think he's had a cap yet, but he's in the Highlanders squad um, who is also going to, well, he's also in the Sevens program. Yeah. And there's all those guys that came back to the NPC. Most of the Sevens players came back and played in the NPC last year. So at least they've had some rugby. Mate, Lions squad's up next. I um I didn't watch this live, no, neither. but we were talking about 
players who we feel were interesting selections. I'm not going to go through the whole selection, but Marco Vonapola made the squad. And that was very interesting because he, he was pretty close to not making the squad. Yeah. In fact, his brother or his cousin, his brother or his cousin, I don't know. Who? Vonapola, Marco Vonapola and yeah. Billy. Are they brothers or Mate. cousins? Are you joking? Are they brothers? Are you having a laugh? They're cousins, eh? How do you not know this? I think they're cousins. No, they're, no, brothers. they're brothers. They're brothers, yeah. Wow. There you go. Uh, Xander Fagerson from Scotland. I really liked the fact that there was a lot of Scotland in there. Johnny Hill, Exeter which is interesting because he's kind of a reserve for England. Courtney Laws, who hasn't played for a while. Jack Conan, back row. Sam Simmons made it, mate. And so he should. Yeah, so he should. He should. So he should. The big one for me was no Danny Keir. No. But Ali Price, Scotland's... I don't even know who that is, mate. Yeah, Scotland's scrum half. Good player, but Danny Keir must be just... Livid. That's four tours he's missed out on. Four tours he's been in the um, interested in. Uh, Bunde Aiki. Now we picked Bundy Aiki. Yeah, yeah we, we we picked him that that he should be going, but no one else was picking him. Chris Harris, Scotland. He's a good player again, but interesting. Uh, and then Van der Merwe on the wing over Johnny May. I thought that was really interesting. So for me, the biggest surprise was, I would have to say, Van der Merwe. I was really surprised that he made it. Um, the ones that missed out were big ones, was Jonathan Huge Davis, ones. Kyle Sinclair, uh, Billy Vinopola, Johnny May, Tua Lange, but he was he's been injured, uh, Underhill. Yeah. Marla and Josh Navidi. So I would say the one that's most unlucky there is probably Billy v- Billy Vonapola and the Johnny May. Um, Johnny Six, and I think you know people. He's old. What and about he hasn't Ring been Rose? playing? He's been injured and not playing his best. So I think like some of them. What but about Henry Slade? No, nah, I think Jonathan Davis missing out is is a lot worse. I mean, I'm I'm not a huge fan of Henry Slade anyway. No, so I would say um, Jonathan Davis, Billy Billy Vinopola, and Johnny May, Kyle Sinclair. They're all. I mean, they're big names not to go, aren't they? They are really big names not yeah. to go. Um, so. Who am I most stoked about? I'd probably say Sam Simmons. Yeah, definitely. I think he thoroughly deserves to go. He should have been in the English Absolutely, yeah. And I'm also pretty stoked at how many Scots there are. I think there's eight Scots in the squad, considering that no Scots... And there's only three Irish, I think. Yeah, considering no Scots went last time. Yeah. uh, Same coach. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. Pretty impressive. Right, I've got two quick ones, really. Super Rugby Aotearoa final. Referee review. Uh, ben O'Keefe cards, uh, plays cards right, but where was the penalty try? And I, I called it. I called it. The penalty try? Yeah, it should have been a penalty try. It was the one that he put dead. No, but that should have been... That should have what, not so where was the penalty try? Penalty try was Jonah Lowe got head hide, got a head hide. Oh, so he yeah. was, and it was a yellow card. It was a yellow card, and he was in the process of scoring a try. Okay, so the question is, if he hadn't have poked him in the eye, <laughs> would he have scored the try? And the answer is no. Potentially, no. Potentially, so I I agree with those critics. Anyway, the next big one: win some, you lose some. Lamarpe, he's off to France. Oh, I'm gutted, eh? Yeah. I'm gutted. But yeah. do you know what? So frustration at lack of all black opportunities. We picked it, didn't we? We did. I'm I'm gutted, but actually it kind of solves a few problems. Like Lamarpe or no Lamarpe. Now there's no Lamarpe. Yes. So now you gotta go say who are we gonna play at twelve and the decisions become easier. With Lamarpe in there, he was a. I think, in hindsight, 
he should play at 13. You know, but... I'm not sure he's a smart enough player to play at 13. Well, I think you need to be smarter to play at 12, mate. This is going back to ours. You played at 13, I played at 12. I'm smarter <laughs> than you, so therefore I prove my point. What, Conrad Smith smarter than, isn't smarter than... <laughs> oh, that's a bad... <laughs> bad example. That's a bad example. <laughs> but, I mean, he's going to... Um, where's he going? Stade de France, eh? Yeah. They've got some fantastic players inside him. It's going to be really interesting to see how he goes over here. Yeah. I mean, everyone talks about the competition being amazing over here, right? Yeah, but he's got Antmac in, in, inside him. Yeah. And he's got DuPont as yeah. well, giving him some good ball. But, you know, you look at it and you go, let's look at the final. Yeah. You've got four, I think it's four, washed up New Zealand players playing in this game. So you've got... When is it? Is it this coming week? Scrum half, Kia Barlow. Tawiri Barlow. Yeah, who, who, who left New is that Zealand. La Rochelle? Yeah, La Rochelle. Victor Outside Vito. of him, well, you got Victor Vito. Yeah. Okay, how old's he? 52. <laughs> Fly half is another, the, the, the Kiwi guy that scored against the Lions for the Blues. Oh. Uh, Jet shoes. Uh, Mouldy Ginger. Yeah. Absolutely, well, we know Go who it is. Go, I'll, I'll try and remember it. Yeah, and then, then you've got he was Kaino on the other team. Yeah. So you sit there and you say, man, these guys, if they could they play Super Rugby? I don't know. Well, I, I don't think, think they'd make I the teams. I reckon Victor Vito could, and I reckon Jerome Kaino could. Do you, do you think they'd still play? Yeah, I think they could, yeah. So anyway, you know, it's just interesting, isn't it? It's interesting that they can play at 37, around that sort of age, even later in Europe, but they can't seemingly, maybe they could, I, I don't know, yeah, yeah, you've got a point. What's a better competition? I, I kind of feel that Super Rugby still is of a higher quality, yeah. but maybe I'm wrong, maybe well, I'm wrong. New Zealand just can't compete with the, the money, and that's it. They can't right, compete mate. with the money. It's results. time for the results. You, you do the uh, premiership. I will. Because you've written, you've written a lot. Yeah, so um, the first matchup was Sail Sharks versus Leicester Tigers. A comfortable win for the Sail Sharks. The best brute won. AJ McGinty was class for the Sail Sharks. The only thing is they do kind of go down a couple of men and then they start playing a little bit like the Crusaders on the weekend. Uh, next up was a surprise win for Gloucester over the Northampton Saints. Northampton had to win this game to stay in contention. Wow, a poor Saints go get beaten up in every area of the game. They got, they got thoroughly, thoroughly outplayed. Uh, next was a surprise one for me. Newcastle Falcons, 52 points to London Irish, 27. Did not pick this one. Funny game. Closer than it looked. Uh, it was pretty close right until the end, and then Newcastle Falcons went away with it. Uh, the Exeter Chiefs won against the Worcester Warriors, which is no surprise, 41-10. A <clears throat> game of two halves with Exeter slowly rolling away uh, over the Warriors. It was pretty close in the first half. 33 unanswered points in that yeah. second half. Well, wow. Bath losing 20 points to 40 to Bristol. Semi back, after, and after that performance, he almost gave me a... Um, good scrum, good hands, good maul, mate. That, very, that, very good. Absolutely disastrous. <laughs> uh, and you know, last, the worst thing was, though, is I didn't really get it. And then you raised your <laughs> eyebrows, and I was like, "All oh, right." Ooh. <laughs> uh, the Harlequins forty-eight versus the Wasps forty-six. It was an absolute. Wow, was it a class game? There was not a lot of defence going on there. No, it was entertaining. Scoring, what hey. a game. Brown red card, which was an absolute shocker. That and that definitely caught my eye. Um tries from yeah, everywhere. What happened there? Oh, oh he stood on someone's face, mate. Like on purpose. Well only he knows, but it right. doesn't look good. Doesn't I tried an, to find videos of it. And he's an angry man, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is. You know. But um Harlequins won it. At the death, didn't they? Yeah. Danny Kier, Marcus Smith, Don Brown. Yeah. They were as loose as a Marcus goose, mate. Marcus Smith kicked was, it as well as from the touchy. Yeah, but he scored. He, he, I think he they, scored the try, did he? And then converted it. Yeah, he scored the try, but he scored the try 
near the posts. Right. He didn't kick from the sideline to win right. it. Okay. It was a really entertaining game. That is for sure. For Good. sure to be sure. For sure. Over for to sure. the Super Rugby. Yeah. Uh, so the Crusaders, uh, the Reds beat the Brumbies nineteen uh, sixteen. Now, this was a tight game. Yeah, mate. It was tight. It was definitely tight. The other game was tight no, as well. Uh, quickly moving on. What caught your eye, bud? What caught my eye was the no, Crusaders. The Crusaders beat the Chiefs uh, 24-13. The Chiefs had their chances. And I think if things had gone the Chiefs' way, as in the referee had played his part, I think the Chiefs would have won. And so if are, Damien, you, to be are fair, you moving? If Damien hang on, McKenzie, hang on, hang on. Are you moving into what caught your eye? If Damien McKenzie, are you moving into what caught your eye? Yes. If Damien McKenzie had kicked his nine points, it would have been a different story. And I even asked you, didn't I? I said, at that stage, if it was, it would have been twenty-one something. Oh the, yeah. The if he had kicked his, been, if he had kicked his three goals, that yeah. he has been kicking. Yeah. Then it would have been finals jitters, you reckon? Dunno. I just think sometimes sometimes teams have an understanding of, of how well they've done. And I think the Chiefs just took their foot off the accelerator. They lost that five percent edge they've had over the over the season. Did they play their final the game before? I think so, yeah. I think they have, yeah. Mm. I think they played their final. Uh, what was it? Because they lost against the Blues, but the game before that was it against the Hurricanes. Yeah, and they needed to win that one, and they they won it late on. Yeah. Um, and I think they just lost their mojo a little bit I in that week off. Right. But you know, I can't blame that week off. I, th- I thought to myself. So those that don't know, they played a B team against the Blues, and they lost it. And we said at the time, didn't we? Yeah, was it the right thing to do? The but momentum. I have to say, if I was their coach, I would have rested some players. Also, oh yeah, for sure. So you can't say it was the wrong thing to no. do, mate. No, what caught my eye? Yes, was a couple of things over the weekend. Richie Mwanga bounce style catch. It was class. So for those that didn't watch the game, Richie Mwanga big kick goes up. And what Richie Mwanga has done is he positioned himself in a way so that he was facing forward but running sideways. And so as he catches the ball, he then's, he's then in a position where he can run away Well, he's from almost the running backwards, isn't he? Running backwards, running yeah. backwards, and then the last minute he takes an extra step back. Yeah, and then boom, off and to, to the fair, left. It, it wasn't great defending. I don't care. I've never seen it before. I've never, ever seen that on a rugby pitch from a kick before. No, but I think if a defender's moving that quick, I mean, it was class, but I, def- I think it's going to happen the, more and more. Because he, it's rubbish defending. No, because the defender rubbish is looking defending. at Richie Mwanga, right? Yeah. And he's he's not looking at the ball. No, that's what I mean. It's so, rubbish defending. So he's thinking that Richie Mwanga is in line with the ball. But actually, Richie Mwanga is not in line with the ball. He's on the other side of the ball, so that when he he's almost he's like yeah, basically why, why sidestepping to is, catch the ball. Why is the defender bolting it? Why doesn't he let he, him catch it and then you hit him? Well, he, well, that's what he was trying to do. No, he was just trying to go bang. So I liken this to a bounce ball, which yes. is basically let's say I'm playing at thirteen, you're playing at twelve, you pass me the ball, and while the ball's in the air. You're running I, out. I run an outline so that hopefully the defenders that, that's not he'll be looking at the ball. Yeah, they look at me, they look at the ball, and then next time they see me, I'm You're on the outside out. of them. Yeah, I've never seen it. No, never. Have and I. it was so impressive. The other one that was just ugh, Alex Nankival's pass offload. Oh to, my god, that was outrageous for the first try, first Chiefs try to Damian McKenzie was. Unbelievable! Almost one of the best I've seen. It's definitely this year in the Super I, I think I think that's the best. Charles Piertau did something that was all well was probably as good, right, in his game. But that was awesome. We we rate Alex Nankerville. We do, and I'm really pleased to see that Alex Nankerville and um, who's the centre? 
that's been playing all black centre. They've worked really well together. Chiefs. Antoinette uh, Brown. Antoinette Brown, yeah. Just really, really good to see that work. Um, a couple of funny things we noticed was the lack of respect for technology from the Chiefs coaches. Yeah, throwing, <laughs> throwing down his walkie-talkie. And then he's trying to work out how to get it back working. <laughs> <laughs> Which channel was it? And the other thing, mate, that really um, I noticed was after the game, how quickly you left the room. Uh, I had to do my washing. <laughs> I had to do my washing. But what caught my eye in this game was, I mean, you've pretty much said everything, but everyone was trying to take everyone's head off. Yeah, it there was, was all, flailing yeah. arms. It wasn't, you know, there should have been a lot of yellows in that game. Yeah, there could have been. Well, there we should have been back. really, like you say, we go back to the Northern Hemisphere. If we're playing in the All Blacks and we're playing with a Northern Hemisphere referee, we'll have hardly anyone on the pitch. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I actually think it'll happen. And unfortunately, but it, it might be in the World Cup. One, might be in the well, World it, Cup. It won't be in the World Cup. Won't no, because we're going to. Who are we going to play? Who are we going to play this year? We're going to play Australia. Well, the World Cup's not next year. Well, next year's still COVID, mate. No, mate, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so we'll have a year, but I think the first game we play against the Northern Hemisphere team, we'll have three off. We'll have. I totally agree. And to be fair, it might be one or two games before we actually learn. Well, we if you're going off over here, they're still learning now. They're, they are still learning. but And we're, we're about eight games in. But we'd need to learn quickly. Some players who have never seen a card yeah, seen have, loads. Ne- have now got two reds. Yeah. Have been banned twice. Ridiculous. They come though. off by being banned and they're back being banned again. Ridiculous. Right, um, what caught your eye in the Brumbies game? Oh, mate, I, I, um, I thought the Brumbies... Played pretty well. We we said we both said that they'd win, and I felt the Reds played into their hands in the first half and really lost sight of what they've been good at. And what they've been good at is punching holes in the midfield and then playing from there. Now, is this the Hunter Paisami effect? He wasn't playing. They didn't punch the holes, and therefore their exciting outside backs and quick forwards couldn't work quickly enough around the the corners of the rucks and create the space. So it just does show potentially how much certain teams rely on certain players. And I would say the reason why the Crusaders have got very effective recently is because Lester Fainuku has been punching holes in that midfield. And he's been doing it so well, you know, even a couple couple of metres, five metres past that advantage line. Yeah. The speed of the ball, and and we've seen Hunter Paisami doing that all yeah. year. Obviously, yeah. him not being available held him back. But you know, JOC kicked every well, he scored every point. And JOC, the, yeah, is that the, is that your nickname for him, or well, is that everyone else's nickname for to him? To be honest, that's what I have called him. JOC. That's fantastic. I like but that I have from heard you. other people say, it. Uh, "Oh, so, so I'm going to say that I said it first. Oh, I like that from you. Well yeah, done. So. I, okay. as you can tell, as you can see, in my outfit, I'm a trendsetter. Oh, it's village. Check on check, mate. Not good. Uh, my, you've pretty much said what I am uh, what I was going to say, but I didn't write it down. <laughs> uh, Brumbies, the yellow card was a bit harsh. Well, I mean, First let's, let's be honest. Harsh. That turned the game, didn't it? Yeah. They had 13 players on the pitch with three or four minutes to go. But, um, you know, the first one was, a again, a flailing arm. And in New Zealand's game, it would have been a penalty. Yes. But it definitely wasn't a yellow card. No, I kind of can't really remember it, to be honest. Um, For me, it sort of it made contact with his arms and then his arms sort of brought it up around his throat and head area. <clears throat> okay, but you know you're talking about the yellow card in the Crusaders match when you say it's a penalty try. Yeah. And his fingertip touches his I'm eye. I'm sorry, but it's definitely not his fingertip. What are you talking about? He comes across and full on, like, to be fair, he's trying to knock the ball out of his hands. Yeah. So he's trying to do that, but he makes contact with his head. Hardly contact. Oh, mate, if fingertip, we, mate. If we watch that Jesus, back. Jesus, this is, this is <laughs> these millennials oh, now, isn't it? You know no. what I mean? But if you millennials, watch it back, I have watched it back many times <laughs> no, because we haven't. won. No, and it was great to watch it back. It's been fantastic 
watching the highlights, uh, watching the boys play great. Listeners' questions, mate. No, we're not there yet. What have we got to talk about? We've got to talk about the Crusaders a bit more. No way. We've talked about them plenty enough. Do you know what, no, what I would say is, before uh, we move on. What for? Another thing that caught my eye. On what? Game? Both games. No. The crowds. What? Yes. Yes, it I agree. It was great. 42,000 in Australia. 42,000 in Australia. And then they go down to Christchurch. Oh, yeah. Let's pack ourselves in this 2,000-seater <laughs> stadium made out of scaffolding. <laughs> oh, don't you start. I said to you about... The scaffolding. It literally is scaffolding. That's why I said it, man. It was, I couldn't believe it. I I'm went there. I'm quoting you. I couldn't believe it. I went there and I was like, oh my God. When they say this is temporary, I mean, I could go and steal some scaffolding poles here yeah. and the whole thing would fall down. Yeah. Well, there you go. Listen's questions. Listen's questions. You kind of, I'm going to start off with this one, Tobes. Okay, I'm listening. Now, hey, lads. Oh, lads. lads. Hey, on come fence. on, Village. Kyle. What are you doing? Hey, lads. <laughs> Great podcast. Listen to it every week on my way to work. Question for you. Blues. Mm. Mm. What do you think is missing from them this year? Well, we have mentioned it, and you've mentioned it here, Kyle. The 9, 10, and 12 is their biggest yeah. biggest problem. Okay. Another question, though, which he's got is, this is deep. He's talking about the where is the Blues mana? Highlanders have the Highlanders mana. They yeah. play for it. We know about the Chiefs have the mana. They really have the mana, the Chiefs. Yeah, they do. The Crusaders have high standards. But it seems it, like the Hurricanes and the Blues I agree. struggle to to have this mana. So, so where is it? Is it there? And how do they bring it? And that's from Kyle. I reckon they bring it. They need to find some players that, in key positions, that have a lot of mana. You know, Adi Sevilla, does he have the mana? He's more of a guy who leads by example. Someone like Ash Dixon's got mana. Yes, he? I agree. It's really He's tough. He's a leader. Ash Dixon's a leader. It seems like for a long time, when the tough gets going, the blues don't turn up. No, you're right. Crusaders I, don't have mana. They have Crusaders mana. don't have a leader. They've got loads of leaders. Nah, you've mentioned it. You don't like Barrett. What? Every time every time there's a penalty with the Crusaders, you're like, oh, I bet it was Barrett. What? Yep. Barrett? Yep. Oh, Scott Barrett. Yeah, Scott Barrett. Okay, I kind of get your point. but they Now, they don't have mana, but they have high standards, like you said. Okay. No mana, but high standards. Yeah. So they play for Scott Barrett. Oh, Scott Barrett. They play for Scotty Robinson. Scotty Robinson. Okay. So, my advice to Auckland would be, it does take time, and rather than flipping and flopping with your players, you've got to show them that you'll stand by them to build that respect, to make it something that people feel comfortable playing rather than the, if they don't play well. I think they've got the makings of it. They do, I mean, you know, George, um, Bodie Barrett's going to come back at 10. Yeah, but we've se- we've said it We said it this year and last year, you know, oh, they've got a really good team. No, but I, I, I yeah, okay, do, okay. Let's, let's fast forward 12 months. They've got a great pack. They, they played really well this year in the Fords. Yes, they did. They've got an exciting uh, 13, 14, 11. Yeah. Okay? They have struggled at 19 and 12. Bodie Barrett's going to be back next year playing at 10. Uh, yeah, but he'll play well, at fullback. Well, well, no, he'll he won't. Play at he won't. He'll play at 10. And Tui Vasquez-Shek's coming back in, and he's going to play at 12. <laughs> and I think, or he'll play at fullback, and I think that problem's solved. Yeah, but is he going to be good enough? He will be amazing. Will he? He will be. Okay, I, I hope I hope he is. And I think, yeah, the Blues have fallen off the wagon at the end of the season. But if you actually look, Patrick Tuipolotu got injured. So their leader went down and they lost a little bit of direction. And then Tom Robinson, who then became the stand-in uh, captain, also gets injured. Yeah. And then again, they lost their leadership, you know. And as we know, they're still young guys, and they need a good leader. P- 
Patrick Turpilotu as that leader. When he left, got injured, their performances went downhill. I think they do have a bit of mana, and I do think that they are pulling together, and I do think they will be okay. They will be okay. Well, let, let's hope so. So Absolutely. it'll be interesting to see what Bowden Barrett's like anyway. Die Perk, mate. It's the theoretical question of the week. Do you want to read that out? It's about the running the yes. rugby club. Okay. You're running your rugby club and the team has been struggling for years. You have a chance to add a truly special once in a lifetime talent. Do you add a player or a coach? Brilliant question. Very good question. Do you want to go through his, what his thinking is? So his is thinking there? is uh, a Daniel Carter level talent who certainly turns things around, but <clears throat> but wouldn't a Steve Hansen level coach um, elevate every player? And a 15 aside uh, would be, oh, wouldn't that total effect be greater? Yes. So... I mean, he hasn't really answered the question. No, he said his thoughts. But is, that's his thoughts. I would go. I would go a coach. I would one hundred percent go a coach. Yeah. Can I explain why, or do you want to go for your thoughts first? Hey, you go, mate. I well, won't yours talk. will be shorter than mine. So, <laughs> well, why don't you try and be short? Okay. Great coach. Players will want to come to be coached by him. Yep. <clears throat> or her. He will improve every player, so therefore you you know you will have an improvement overall. And as we know, an additional ten percent. Okay, someone like a Scott Scotty Robinson came in to the Crusaders and has won five in a row. And he's done that because he recruits well. So a good coach will also recruit. So they'll spend your money wisely. So you know all of these teams have basically the same amount of money to spend. That are the, those are the reasons they'll improve everyone. Players will want to play for him, so therefore they'll come for maybe less money than they would go for somewhere else. Pablo Matera. And the last one is that they recruit better. Good coaches recruit better. They have a better understanding of of talent and where they, where need, they need the talent. Yeah, key players. Key players. Yep. So, die. great question. Well, was a good question. Uh, go on, Dan Carter did make me think, because you know, Dan Carter is almost like a player coach. But no, definitely but a coach. Would a, but would also... Again, this is just sort of spitballing. Would a player of his, or him in general, would he bring players? Um, oh, Daniel Carter's playing for that team. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, try yeah that's that a great point. You know, that's he's going to play point. and then he might become the coach. Yeah, I just think that you're absolutely right. But if you have a coach, I think a coach they have a longer, oh, yeah. they have a longer um, shelf life as well. Yes, I know. agree. So, you know, you can keep a coach for 20 years. A player's going to be there for maybe five. Yeah. Especially if they're they're a good player. Yeah. Mate, the last question, and we're answering quite a few people's question here. We've had quite a few people come in, and after the Lions have been announced. This is going to be a long one, eh? Well, I don't think so. Um, No long podcast, I mean, because we've got a long finisher. No, not at all. Don't know what you're talking about, mate. I'm going to whip through this. It's basically everyone's mentioning that they want us to do our team like the British and Irish Lions, uh, people have asked for the Sanzar one, but actually we're not going to give the Sanzar one because the South Africans have turned their back on us. So therefore, we're not going to waste our time on no. the Saffirs. No, well, mate, we've got some listeners who are from South Africa. Yeah, well. Don't be rude. The listeners haven't turned their back we're on us. We're all inclusive. Well, they might now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go for the New Zealand-Australia team. This is the match day team plus an extra couple because I couldn't I couldn't break it down. So anyway, um, what was interesting is to do this research, we obviously watch a lot of rugby. I would say that, you know, when it comes to the Aussie forwards, we're less up to date with the Aussie forwards, but we've done our best to try and uh, definitely pick from across both teams as much as we knew we could. So first up, and Toby, this is my list. You can, yep. you can. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy with a lot of it. Yeah. Okay. So first up, Joe Moody, uh, coming off the bench is Nepo Lalaula. Yeah. Uh, Dane Coles starts. Cody Taylor off the bench. 
Talela Tupo yeah, and Offa Tunga Fasi off the bench. Brody Retallick nah. and Paddy Tulu. I don't know how you've got that. Patrick Tupelo too. I don't Sam know how Whitelock, you've done mate. that. Why Sam, have you done that? Because he's an amazing player. Nah. Well, he is. Uh, yes. Okay. I'd go Sam Whitelock. You've already got him. Damn it. Yeah. Sam Whitelock underneath okay. that. Artie Severe at six. No. Michael Hooper at seven. Okay. Yep. Harry Wilson at eight. Okay. I would go. Now, listen. I would go uh, Shannon Frizzell at six. Good shout, yeah. I would keep that. I'd take Harry Wilson away, and I'd go Artie Severe at eight. Okay. I've gone Hoskins to Tutu and Scotty Barrett on the bench. Yep. Because he could, he could, to be fair, go for six and or five, couldn't he? Yes. He As covers both, doesn't he? Yeah. Aaron Smith at nine, but Tate McDermott off the bench. I agree. Tough one. you got TJ Perinara. You could flip those... No, TJ Perinara. Mate, he's been playing in Japan. You can't pick those players. Well, you said Michael Hooper. He's been playing in Japan too. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, there you go. I'd bring Pocock back. <laughs> Pocock, yeah, he'd be good. Um, uh, yeah, because to be fair, the number nine, Aaron Smith, Tate McDermott, you could flip those and they'd be just as good. No. No, Aaron Smith is... Yeah, but imagine Aaron Smith are finishing. No, no. He was fantastic no, for the Highlanders. No, no, Okay. Uh, Richie Mwanga at yep. 10. Jordan Pattaya. Awful. At 11. Awful decision. Hunter Faisali <laughs> at uh, 12. I agree. Rico at 13. Yes. Will Jordan on one wing. No. And Bowden Barrett at fullback. No, disgusting. Bowden Barrett. Why is Bowden Barrett... He's playing against school kids. Well, they're not. They're professional rugby players in Japan. (laughs) Exactly. Not school kids. They're in Japan. He made them look like school kids. Yeah, because he's a good player. He is a good player. Yeah. Yeah. But is he getting tested like he would be back in New Zealand? Do you know what he's doing? He's making money. He's sharpening his samurai sword. No, no he's when not. When he comes back, is that a he euphemism? is going to be just so sharp. He's going to be cutting through holes here, cutting through holes there. Imagine if he falls wow. on his face. Imagine if he went away and he just turns into rubbish. But imagine that. Yeah, it would be very interesting. Off the bench, we've got D-Mac, Lester Fainuku, yes, and David Harvilli. Yeah. Lester Fainuku, I'm sorry, mate. You, we don't have in that team an out-and-out winger. And we don't have JOC, James no. O'Connor, and we could have him in off the bench as well. Because he could be at 10, he could play at 12 as well. Wow. I mean, we don't have a few players, no, do right. we? No. We don't have a few. We, I mean, I'm wrong, because there'll be people out there screaming oh, for sure. at their... MP3 player as they go for their walk saying what a load of rubbish I think there might be a few two star comments coming in oh mate don't say that I've listened to this podcast for two and a half years but what do these two jokers know absolutely nothing and we agree with you (laughs) here here so So that's my that's my team and would that team beat the British and Irish Lions. Great question, isn't yeah, it? That is a good question. What do we? That could be one for Twitter. Yes, very well. Yeah, good. I like that. I like that a lot. Right, mate. We're going to finish off the show tonight with our Super Rugby Awards. Dun, 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 dun. Starting with the one that no one wants, most improved player. Dun, 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 dun. So we're going to go Aussie and yep. New Zealand's most improved player. I chose James O'Connor for this award. Totally agree. I like most that. Most improved player. He was good last year. Yes. But he's been fantastic. Amazing. Instrumental in the win. Off off the tee, he's been class. Decision-making's been class. And I have to apologise. We didn't put him in the team. But you'd almost have to find space for him in that, Definitely. In that team, wouldn't you? But like Justin Marshall did for DMAC. He could be the coach. Absolutely. Who'd you go for the New Zealand player, most improved player? I, when I was writing this down, I was like, I am such a fool. But I'm going to have to say Geordie Barrett. Oh, the guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to say Geordie Barrett. 
He did play well, yeah, though. Yeah, he's played okay. Yeah. He's played okay. His kicking's been good. I don't think I, I would have gone for Geordie. Who but would you have gone for? Well, I think you make a good point. He has been very... You know, I, I sort of thought, and I was like, uh, there's, is there anyone else? He has played, probably, out of that side, he's played the most consistent. Yeah. So, um, as one of our listeners put, he's a big lad. He kicks well off the tee. Yeah. You know, he scores tries, so well done. Uh, best back. Now, I've put it down here, James O'Connor again, because well, I think I he is the best back. But you've yeah. gone Hunter Paisami. I went Hunter Paisami as well. I went, I've went. i put two there, really. Yeah. Um, but, again, Hunter Paisami was injured. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be James O'Connor. Well, let's give it to James O'Connor. So two awards there, mate. Yeah. Um, then for the NZ, we've got Rich Mwanga, D-Mac, Aaron Smith. Would you have put anyone else in there? I think um, Cody Will Taylor. Jordan has been exceptional oh, as well. Sorry. Yep, true. Um, you, you could say Harvilli's been great, yep. but I think that came late in the season there. So I think you're right to say, but for me, it's got to be Richie Mwanga. Totally agree. Best forward for the Aussies. For me, there was a couple. Harry Wilson's been exceptional again. But the standout is Talia Tupo. I agree with you on that one as well. The Kiwi dressed as an Aussie. Yeah, definitely. It's like right. Pavlova, eh? Do you know what I mean? Oh, I love Pavlova. It's a crowded uh, house. Best, best Pavlova forward. And now Russell Crowe, right? Russell Crowe, Pavlova, crowded Who, house. Yeah, crowded house. That's right? the one. All Kiwi. Stolen by the Aussies. Yeah. Right. Now, I know we're going to get a flood of emails in now and a few texts and maybe a few smoke bombs <laughs> in the mail. Uh, that's how I feel. Best forward for New Zealand. I've put Shannon Frizzell and or Cody Taylor. I think Dane Coles deserves to be chucked in there. And I think if he hadn't have got injured, Patrick Turpolotu would yep. have been in there as well. And arguably, Adi Savir. Ash Dixon. Yeah. So there's a lot there, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there is, yeah. I'm happy to go with your first one there. Shannon Frizzell. I'm happy to go with that, yeah. Okay, cool. That's what we're going for. Great. Perfect. Biggest letdown. Yes. And I've gone here for the Aussies. Rebels boring game plan. Normally the Rebels play this exciting you know, style of rugby yeah. that, you know, is born from like the you know, like their name, they fight against the odds, and it's just been Dollars dishwater this year. Well, I'm going to go for the Aussies, the Waratahs. Yeah. They the promised Waratahs. quite a lot, didn't they? No, they didn't. They well, didn't. they kind of had to, though. What I mean is everyone knew that they'd struggle this year, but they really did struggle. Yeah, they did, yeah. Uh, New Zealand, I've put down your face. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go Hurricanes. Yeah, the Hurricanes are bad. I'm going to say Liam Squire. Yeah. I was so looking forward to Liam Squire playing this year. And has he played a minute? I haven't seen him play. I think he played a little bit, but not a lot at all. Hopefully he plays more next season. So this is overall best player. Yeah. And it's got to be James O'Connor. 100%. For the Aussies. Yeah. What about for the New Zealand team? Richie Mwanga, I think. You think Richie Mwanga? Yeah. Okay. And the biggest surprise for you? Western Force. Yeah. Making the actually making the, playoffs. making the playoffs and you know doing doing a great job in the playoff. Yeah, I would say the Western Fours of beating the Reds to make the playoffs was my biggest surprise for yeah. the Aussies. Uh, maybe just how bad the Tars' defence was at times was my biggest surprise. And for New Zealand, you've gone the Chiefs. I've gone the Chiefs. Yeah, I think you've. I if you from go zero to else, hero, from zero to hero. Well, well not quite almost, hero, mate. Yeah. Crusaders are the heroes. Aren't they? Aren't they? Uh, we had a great email also from the Razzler Dazzler saying that I should be gracious could it in not, the win. Could it not fit on this page? Not that one. And I'm. Uh, we will probably um, dissect it and talk about it in a bit more detail, but there's a lot of good stuff in there, so we will go over that, the Razzler, the Dazzler. But I did feel for him. Um, at times, the Chiefs were... Well... Shoulda, woulda, coulda. That's what it is. Anyway, yeah. as always, Mate. loved it. Always love it. Always love it. Yeah. You haven't mentioned that you're tired for a while. I'm tired, mate. You know? I'm tired, <laughs> hey. 
It's past my bedtime. You're just going to go and write a quick love letter to Geordie Barrett before yeah. you. Um, I've seen him a few kisses. And I, what I did like was you'll notice on most of those email correspondence, it's Damien and Toby. Uh, I didn't. No, I didn't see that. Nope. Damien and Toby. Uh, the, hey lads, the first one, yeah. Hey lads, on the fence. Uh, Damo yeah. and Tobes. Yeah, there you go. It one spelt wrong. One nil. Okay. You're you're running a rugby club, so none. Yeah, that's die. That's yeah. Same one. Well, same person. Uh, He's put his Damien and Toby, the last one. Tim from Canada. That was the Sands arm. Shelby, hi guys. Oh, no, 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 no. Shelby, <laughs> Shelby, what have you done? Mate, mate, just you didn't spot that one. I'm going back up to the top. <laughs> just because I got uh, a nice Derek message. Scott, dear Damo, yeah, not but, even a mention of yeah, you. Yeah, but it's because I've got a sexy voice. Yeah, okay. Enough of that. <laughs> As always, yes. it's been a pleasure. If you'd like to go over, like, subscribe, um, share, share, yeah, give us a five star rating. Don't be that guy that gives two after listening for a long time. <laughs> never forgive that. No, guy. never bitter. Eh? Hey, and also on Twitter, um, there's a couple of people that always retweet our. Oh, I like that. Love that. Thank yep. you very much. Um, I will go. I think it's. Uh, I can't remember the name, but I, I will. Thank you very much for doing that. Really, really appreciate it. Every week, as soon as I put it out, boom, they retweet it. So if you could go over and retweet it as well, share it around that way, um, that would be much appreciated. But until next week, catch catch you later. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.